Hello and welcome to episode number 160, Armin Show Podcast. We are here, we have a guest on this episode. Now, who is our guest? I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, this is Rebecca Lawson. Rebecca in the place, R.L. Not to be confused with R.L. Stein. That's an author. But this might be an author. Wait a minute, everything links in the world. We'll get to that in a moment. Now, frankly, no, we're getting straight to it. Writing, authoring, we're jumping in because your name matched it. Do you see yourself writing in this lifetime? Yes, Armin, I do. I heard about this, and I would like to know more, because not everybody puts out creative content to the world. So, jumping right into it, what motivates you to want to write or put out content to the world in the first place? Some people, they're not going to write a, a word in their whole life. What motivates me most is I feel... Like I'm a very deep person and who I really am is is my mind rather than anything I look like. So writing, I feel, w- will help me express myself better than only imagery. You want to show a side of you that is less plainly visible to the eye. I want to show my deep self and not just a superficial self. That makes sense. Now... Is there Has there ever been something connected to your outer self that you have done in your life? I don't know, maybe in the world of modeling. Has any modeling happened in your lifetime? Yes. Yes. Now, is that directly connected with uh, not wanting to show your superficial self? Do you have any stories or connection to where your superficial self was what was going to be showcased versus your actual thoughts? I feel that imagery anyone can perceive you how they are Mm -hmm. but with writing it's more accurate right it's who i really am it's how i feel and yes you express that people can feel how you feel through imagery but but i want it to be more than i want it to be more detailed more personal Mm -hmm. there's more depth to what you want to present exactly now, so let's go into that for a moment, the precursor here. Tell me about the modeling and what led you to that first. When did you start and how long have you been doing that? I feel, I felt like I wanted to be a model when I was younger by simply dressing up and having little fashion shows with my friends. And it was fun, really. It was like, playing barbie doll on yourself right and then i realized that i could do what i saw that was already out there in in magazines i was like wow like i could do that that that's fun and that's me there's always that moment you see something and you're like wait a minute i got some of that yeah i was like i can express myself just just like them like why not why, why shouldn't i do it right after you saw that, you started doing modeling. How long have you been doing it in total? In total, three, four years. Mm-hmm. How's, be, how's the experience been so far? It's fascinating, actually, because modeling has evoked so much of of everything. Of, you know, it's brought, brought out, um, just the industry has brought out so much of who I am as a person also made me think about what's going on in life, how other people, how it's affecting other people. And it's become 
so complex. Like I thought it was simple and I realized that I have to, I have to think about it in my own way if I want to really succeed because there's so much that's going on that that's actually, I've, I've realized in a way blocked me from doing what I know how to do. What is one thing that has blocked you? Because this is key, by the way. Everybody in life has blocks to what they're doing or else everybody would be doing their full self. We're not all doing our full self. This is key. I feel... I feel... Did the opportunities that came to you include everything you wanted in them or were there things missing there? I think... The opportunities, I I overthought a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I great things would happen, but I wouldn't think they were as great as they would be. Like as, or I mean, they were really great, but I was thinking, oh, well, I could do better than this. And I'm, I was saying, oh, I'm really not a model until I accomplish this and this. But all along, I was a model because that, that's what I was doing. I was modeling. And so, therefore, I am a model. But I was saying to myself, oh, until I reach this goal, like, oh, I'm until I reach being a Victoria's Secret model or until I book this campaign, then I'm not really a model. And that was the most awful thing you can say to yourself because how are you ever supposed to grow into that when you're saying when you're just telling yourself basically like you're not good enough before you even reach there. It's, it's actually, it's it's so silly. Very demotivating. Yes. I see it as outcome dependence being the damaging part of that. You're like, I'm nothing until that thing. Therefore you depend on that thing. If that thing doesn't happen, all your effort somehow has no value. When in fact it did, that thing is just another thing. Some people are like, I got billboard, charts number 20 but before billboard took over the charts there was just you sold the number of sales they made it a ranking system or victoria's secret has their thing but nobody owns everything absolutely an abundant life and that is where it comes into play of having real real awareness of what's going on in the world and i was coming from a perception of of a girl uh with with a dream and and very discerning personality and very hard on myself and and it's kind of I'm kind of a person that's like I only have all or I have nothing like I'm I'm really in it or I'm just totally I'm totally detached from it so so to create a balance and to create good per- perception I've had to go in between the two and, and I'm at a place now where I feel much more balanced and and um, a good mindset to pursue actually anything I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. I think that that way you go all or nothing is quite good for the world because the middle, nothing gets done. I feel like I've seen people mention this and I've noticed this. A lot of people are in the middle on things. They're like, I don't know if I should or they do it a little bit, but not really. The all or nothing mindset actually gets things done. But I see what you're saying about balance so that uh, you don't need to have that goal all or nothing. Like, exactly. oh, that goal is all that matters. If I don't get that, but I do all these things, it doesn't count. 
that could happen to people that want to get a Grammy or want to get an award. It's like a balanced perspective. A, right. Like, that thing's there. Great. It reminds me of Justin Timberlake for some reason. He said, like, when he got the awards, by that time he's like, I'm already doing what I like. So somebody else would probably jump to get certain awards he got. But when he got them, he was like, I'm already doing what I like. So at that point, the award becomes meaningless. So it's probably the same. I'm pretty sure it's the same for, like, I saw a YouTuber a couple days ago. They got their million subscriber plaque and they were like this is great but they always say this is great but with all those big awards exactly and it's like okay then it brought me to the thought of after i was like rethinking everything what's actually going on in life is it what am i living for is it am i enjoying today am i doing what makes me happy today to and with goals to grow into something how am i even living my life you know and it really brought me into a lot of um more deep thoughts of of who i am as a pre- what what even am i i'm a i'm a human i'm on earth i'm walking on earth mm-hmm. i'm on this planet and so then i i kind of you know i created this awareness of of what's even happening and i wanted to know more about that and that's kind of where my my new perception of life started. Mm-hmm. Re-understanding the world you're in, to me, is a key thing because maybe some people grew up a certain way with certain parents providing them a certain lifestyle or they joined a system, maybe a certain modeling system or maybe some other type of system, the school system, and they fell into that like that's the world, but they're not. There's just a collection of people that came up with this. There's educational institutions or there's modeling companies and their frameworks but nobody runs the show evolution runs the show science and life it runs the show we just follow along and we build things so it's good to see am i part of some other person's system is it is it using me in some way what do i contribute to it it's like seeing the systems around us yes and and i uh understand your viewpoint and that also brings me to, well, what do you believe in? Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, what's your belief system as to what created this world mm-hmm. initially? And that can be very different for a lot of people. And I really, um, I really feel that where you were born, who your parents are, all of those things, they are part of who you truly are and your purpose in this life. Mm-hmm. For me, yep. the fact that I grew up in Pennsylvania with parents who were very conservative and Christian, that that's put me in a position and a mindset to go out into the world at being who I am and affect the world from that angle. Right. But I went out into the world. I came I went to New York at 19 and I went with an understanding of, well, you can be anything you want to be. And I said, well, what do I actually want to be? And I in my mind, I was like, yes, I love my family so much. I love I love so much about Pennsylvania, but wow, wouldn't it be amazing if I were, um, if I were 
everything that maybe people perceived me to be. And that was coming from a rich family. That was uh, Which sophi- a- sophistication. That was people thought I had had gone to boarding school, the way I dressed, the way I acted. And really, it was my vocabulary came from my dad and from him being so philosophical, from him uh, being a former pastor and him just loving to read. And and my discernment came from a very, uh, a very discerning mom. And, you know, I was shaped to to have some sort of image at 19, but... I wanted uh, to actually be be uh, different than who I really was in a way. I wanted to act as if I had come from everything I wanted to come from, as if my parents were rich, uh, and so I didn't. You were meeting the expectations. Yes, I was like meeting these expectations in a way, but not exactly being true to myself. Right. You see what I mean, and like. And that, I... If it was you, you wouldn't have this feeling of disconnect from that. Yeah, and so I felt very... Dis- I started to feel very disconnected because I was like, oh, like, yes, I can be anyone I want to be, but no, you have to you have to really be who you are. Right. Because who you are is is part of your whole purpose of this, of you being in this world, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, I, and I get that. And so now it's like, hey, I'm... I introduced myself as I'm Rebecca Lawson. Rebecca from, Lawson in the building. I'm from Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a world traveler. Uh-huh. I'm exactly, I, I've become, I'm extremely open and I'm extremely honest because I've learned my lesson. I, I, I understand that's, that's, you felt that's that. a thing. I, I understand the importance of, of, of being who you are and following a path of your path because Whatever that may be, you're, even if it's simple, you think you have a, a simple rule in this life or a very complex rule in this life, you know, as long as you're doing things and as long as you're really feeling your way through and being true, you're, you don't even know how you're affecting the entire world. You could have a rippling effect, a rippling effect by even, by even going to the gym, right. going to the gym because, hey, you want to be your best self. You want to take care of yourself. And you meet someone at the gym. You have a simple conversation. That conversation inspires them. And right. they, that, and maybe they have a different role in life that is maybe more profound in your eyes. And since you had that conversation with them in the gym, it inspired them. And that is now affecting millions of people. Because you were who you were. You were being true to yourself. You were saying, hey, I want to take care of myself. I'm going to the gym. And that's part of you following your path. Because your path, part of that means you trying your best to be the highest potential you can be. And that's you taking care of yourself first. Right. People generally have a sense when you're not doing something that you gravitate towards. It doesn't feel as energized. It feels like a uh, force. They feel it. Even if they don't say it, they can sense like, that's not you. And then they don't really want to be around it. Some people will be around it for a bit of time, but that doesn't really matter. One thing I've mentioned before is in our life, we're going to be here the whole time, but everybody else isn't. So just based on that, or I had a different concept. If you close your eyes, everybody else is gone, right? The only person mm-hmm. you didn't match up to 
was your actual self. Everybody closes their eyes when they sleep or at certain times of the day, and it's just you. And if you aren't doing stuff that fits you, you get to feel bad. Nobody else, all the people, the voices, everybody's gone. Exactly. You have to live with yourself. It's just you. So, and in the long term, it plays out because you're going to be here in the long term. Nobody's disappearing tomorrow. So. And the thing is, all those people, they're all, they're all doing other things. They're focused on themselves, their right. reality. So it's like, if you're not focused on your own reality, then no, but like, then you're really, it's just, it's a tragedy actually, because no it one's going to be tragedy. aware of anything. Your, your existence doesn't even matter at that point. Right. You know, because if you're not doing anything that you're supposed to be doing. Right. Then what are you doing? Nothing. Right. And who's representing for that person you were? It's like a disappeared person. It's like you don't exist. Right. That party is gone and now you're just another walking... You're... you're you, you lack any exactly. sort of semblance, semblance of reality. Because everything's our mind. It's our That's mind. That's all we are. That's we're a walking we mind. We're exactly. That's how we're I a see walking things. mind. And with technology, we are getting closer to showing that directly. I notice that every year or every decade, we're getting closer to like realizing it's just cognitive sharing between people. It's not like my leg is communicating with your leg right now. Totally. And we have energy waves. Like we're radiating energy. Right. And our... And our energy comes from our mind. Right. You go, what do you do? How do you affect your energy? Do you work out? Do you take a shower? Drink water. Do you... Yes. Do you drink water? Are you getting... What kind of food are you putting in your body? What kind of things are you experiencing? Activity, Everything momentum. is every yes, every moment is affecting the energy you're giving off. Right. And that energy is all coming from your mind. So then your mind, your mind and your energy are almost like the sun. They're they're yeah, they're in sync. Right. In a way. Yes. And you're radiating that. To the all the people you come across, thus causing, like you said, if you talk to somebody in the gym, Maybe they don't do anything that day. Maybe four months from then, they start working out. Or maybe they tell somebody else about the good experience who starts working out. You don't know how it could affect them. One time, Tupac, before he died, he said, maybe we're not the one to cause a change or do the thing, but let's not be so selfish to think we can't, through somebody else, inspire them or motivate them, you know? So it doesn't have to always be us. We could do it in some category. But maybe some part of us translate to somebody in some other category. And they go on and do things maybe one day... They'll show up and maybe be thankful or not. Either way, they're more likely to be themselves because you are more yourself. Absolutely. We don't want a world full of people who are just hidden. We've had that. We could have like a billion people that are just, you know, running through the machine. Yeah. Is that motivating? Are you motivated by that? No. And I feel like I had I had to experiment with all of this a little bit. Like, you mm-hmm. know, go out to the world, try to be who I am, then felt a little bit disconnected and then kind of discover what all that disconnection was. Right. And all I want to be is myself. All I want to be, all I want to be is me. That's mm-hmm. how I feel now. I'm like, I'm actually like so tired of, of. Falling into expectations set on fall, you. Fall, meeting goals Ma- that yes, you have set or people set on you. Believing things that I feel other people believe about me that aren't true. That's actually the the craziest thing ever like getting in a mindset of like oh like maybe they perceive me this way oh is that true and like no like you have to know yourself you have to be confident in yourself and even if people perceive you and think something of you and say that's who you are you 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 know the truth like and you have to believe that and you have to just 
be you no matter what. Like, or, or you're going to be miserable, really. What you're saying is almost like giving more credit to people's thoughts than they probably even give to their own thoughts. So that's the kind of issue that you're describing, or maybe I've had sometimes. You don't want to give more credit to people's thoughts or weight to them than actually impacts you or that they even probably thought. If they knew what you were thinking, they'd probably Mm -hmm. be like, oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like all these like false, it's all, it's just like false thoughts. Like we create. placed into you at some point. And it's like, how many, how many false thoughts do we have a a day? A lot. Anyone. And I think what makes great people great is that ability to be like hey identify your thoughts be like hey that's true that's not true and then really make yourself be aware of it and say i'm only going to believe what's true and act on it right and that's how i think people rise and and um yeah so now now that we have understood this concept Let's talk about your video series that's upcoming, okay? We are looking forward to this, America. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's say you were to start recording vlogs of some form for Mm -hmm. YouTube. What would it look like? What would it look like? Let's say, I don't know, once a week, once every, I don't know. First of all, I, I want it to be, I want it to be real. Very real. I don't think there will be any difficulty on this part. I can't even... Oh, are you thinking like, I don't know if I'm going to put out all the accurate stuff because it's such a challenge to go against it. It's been there so long. It's going to be a difficulty. Hmm. See, this is the thing. When I when I mean real, like part of me really wants it to be real in the sense of just how I... How I like to be when I'm just so relaxed. Uh-huh. See, that's the thing, okay? <laughs> I really, I have like two, two real true sides of myself. I have my very relaxed self. Okay. And then I have myself where I love, I love, love, love to be prim and proper. Uh-huh. You know? And right. I like to sit up super straight. And it's almost like an act, but it's not. It's how I really like right. to feel. And I think that's what kind of gets confusing. Yes, I'm super, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I don't know if that actually has anything to play into it, but I am a Gemini. Oh. Gemini in the building. <laughs> Scary Scorpio. I believe in God. I believe in God. And cool. I put my faith in God. But I am a Gemini. Right. So, yes. And um, I guess when I say real, I now I'm actually, even as I talk, I'm like really realizing this, that my real self is both sides. Right. You know? And I keep saying, oh, real. And that's my real, relaxed self. But that's actually not. But they're both real. They're both how I feel. The other one's a big part of it. Yes. And so when I say that, you know, I just, I, I think my videos are going, um, they're just going to be everything. They're going to be all sides of me. They're all going to be different. They're, they're going to have different looks and different. You're going to see all my sides, my personality. And I just want to express myself. And, um, and yeah, I, I hope everyone finds them entertaining. Right. It'd be interesting to have one be, you could, you know, relax the vlog one. And the next one is prim and proper vlog one. That's how I want to do it. And then it keeps it. alternating. <laughs> and switches. So don't mind it. Right, it just keeps switching. It's on me, though. You like, know? Just a second ago, she was prim and proper. And now she's relaxed. How do I deal with this? Says the audience, never. They're not going to say that. No. Imagine the confused audience. Like, is this the same person? 
that's how it is. That's how it was in my mind at 19, though. I right. was like, like oh how my are they gonna gosh, deal with this? I felt like 500 different people because I always felt different. Right. You know, but it's yeah. all me. Right. Now I get it. <laughs> there was the two sides. Was there a time where you were only showing one side? You know, I thought I always had to show the same side to people or I was like not. Well, or, I, I felt so weird. I will say <laughs> in that thought, people are, I would say, a good percentage would have difficulty with both. That's why a lot of like the people we see in, in uh, public notable figures, they stick to one, even though they have two, because people don't really do well with like, oh, you have multiple facets. They want to just stick to a thing. Yeah, it's but, fascinating, actually. Oh, wait, keep going. Right. That was kind of a good pun, sort of facet, fascinating, sort of connected. <laughs> and then, but at the same time, if that's your truth, then you would want to connect with the people that can deal with, I don't know, two facets to a person. Absolutely. Multifaceted nature. Do you really want five million fans that you don't connect with? How motivating is that? I don't know. I don't want yeah, to do a meet no and greet. Way. Oh, right. There's 300 people that don't get me. I just signed out. I'm just throwing out an See, idea See, that's here. how I felt when it came to social media, though, mm-hmm. was because I felt like, oh, my gosh, I have these different sides. I don't know how to portray an image. I It literally gave me so much anxiety. I just, I didn't feel like me, and I deleted my Instagram. And right. I just, because it's so hard to express yourself on social media, right. for me at least, when you have, like, when you have all these faucets. Right. You know? And I feel like maybe other people only have one. And I feel they can express themselves because it's always easy because they're always so the same. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, I just, I feel so many ways. That means it's going to be more effort on your end because you have more. This is the way I kind of describe it. You have more. So there's more effort you're going to have to do for it to translate in some form. But the good news is people that match that kind of energy will be very glad. There might be less of those people just because of the dynamics of humanity, but those are the only people you want. That's so true. You don't want a million people in your meet agreement that you don't get. That's some Gosh, weird stuff. It would be amazing to know all these people that are multifaceted too. Well. I would love to know because it's like I don't know that many at the moment. I just Maybe I do actually. It's like they haven't showed me the other sides. Who knows? Right. That's true. Some of <laughs> the them ones like, they know. <laughs> right. They're like, wait a minute. Frankly, that could be a thing. The new multifaceted movement. It's sort of like that. It also sort of includes people who do more critical thinking because there's mm-hmm. another layer. So that's a part of it. But you've probably already gravitated towards or connected with some for sure. Maybe you just didn't really kind of describe it like, oh, these are the people that I really link with. That's worth looking at, by the way. Any listener, too, by the way. But looking at who have I gravitated to in my lifetime? Who are the people that Yes. When I talk with them, there's like the, yes, that makes yes, sense. Yes, it's I like, who it. are we actually spending our time with? Right. Is well, it people we're really connecting with? Or are we, are we settling for the people? Not? I mean, you know, I don't want to say just settling, but right. because everyone has something to offer, yes. Right. But there are people who are, I feel, maybe even like, are like connected by the soul. Like you, and then click, and I feel you, if you you will help each other grow. Like that is the point of relationship is to help each other grow and love each other. And, and those are the people you want like a challenge. You want like a, Oh, okay. This is, this is this. I better do this. And the loving is loving the person, but, but it's also that whole tough love. It's like, it's, 
it's actually just pure love. Right. Those are the unconditional love is the only type of relation, close relationships you should have in your life. Right. That's it. And if people are nothing but, why have them? What are, what are they doing? You're kind of just passing the time. That's how I've described it. In it is. Case. It's like you're just like sitting with these souls, but you're doing nothing for each other. You could be with other people who are doing so much. Right. It's sort of like, I mean, not to attack people or amoebas, but it's kind of like two amoebas just kind of next to each other, just like two blobs. You know, not doing much. <laughs> just two blobs. I know you're saying that. Hey, blob. Hey, blob. That's where <laughs> blob, blob one, blob, blob two. <laughs> We're starting a new Can show. Can we get a blob three? Yes. <laughs> Bring in blob three. This is going to be a great sitcom. Four blobs sit at a table. They start talking about their life. Their life was very amoeba-like. New sitcom coming out next week. It probably is out, frankly, right now under some name of some popular show because... That is more popular. It's easier to have a simple thing. Somebody who just makes, I don't know, recipes. And all you know is they make recipes of food. That's all you know of them. It's easy for most people to map out. It's harder to be like, well, she does modeling but then has thoughts, actual thoughts, and then she wants to write. I can't. I can't. It's, so for a lot of people, it's too much because they're like, okay, that's a rapper. Rapper, I've seen him rap. Yeah, he people love to words. identify everyone. And that's so right. nice because you want to be able to know someone. And it's like, right. but if someone is so deep and so... If there's some layers. If there's layers, yeah, like, it just takes more time to really know them. I mean, and, but hey, like, gosh, it, it'd be so nice for people to know. I want people to know me, you okay. know? So back to those. Let's just map it out. Pretending we're mapping out, Okay. Let's say you did videos. How often would you do them? Just rough ideas out here. If they're not so complex, I wouldn't mind doing one daily. Daily videos, let's say. Okay. Like, let's say they were like 10 minutes long. 10 something. Oh. Well. What length are you thinking would fit you? Like a one minute clip? Or like a 20 minute? Would it be just one constant stream of consciousness discussion? Would it be planned out beforehand and then talk? Or would it be like YouTubers where they video their whole day and then cut out like two minutes here, two minutes there, two minutes there, two minutes there? Yeah, I think, I think like 10 minutes is perfect, actually. Yeah. So like 10 minutes daily? 10 minutes, mm, three times a week. Three times a week. That's easy for people to like Monday, Wednesday, Saturday or something like that, you know? Totally. Then people are like, okay, so it's Wednesday. Organized. I guess Rebecca's coming out with her video today. Looking forward to it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> That makes exactly. sense. And then how much of it is like just unplanned or how much of it is like this is what I want to talk about in the video? Where do you gravitate towards that? On towards I feel on two should be planned and one should be like on the spot, like a little challenge, you know? Oh, right. Kind of just like go for it. Right. And like, really don't edit it. Like just put it out there. There it is. We've got it. Monday and Wednesday planned. Saturday is spontaneous Saturday. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Stream of consciousness Saturday. And it's more bright. Or Friday. I think I oh, think Friday. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday sounds so great. Right. And then, because on Monday, you can talk about the weekend. Right. Wednesday, you can kind of just like feel the midweek, right. how, it's, how it's going. Where am I going? And then Friday, it's like awesome because the weekend's coming. What am I about to do? Yes. Right. It's perfect. That's a nice setup. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday Good can vibes, be the spontaneous always. One. Good vibes? Always. Always. You know what? Do you like vibes? You want to know something? I want to know something. Took too long. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> Kidding. The thing is, is that like, I truly have, since I was young, I made such a point to be such a positive person that I don't even. Why did you make it such a point? Was there some 
I mean, the, the oh, first thing that comes to mind, and there was some, like, negative something, or else, was there something around you that you were like, nah, I don't like this? You know. Maybe there was. I don't know. You know, I feel like that, that might be for the next right, discussion. Right, right, right. Save yeah, it. That's, that's a lot. Right. There's something. <laughs> There's actually a lot to that. Right. Yeah. I can tell, because when you jump at something, or when you have something that you're, like, pushing a point, usually it's because underneath it was, like, a day, a month, a year, some strong experience that caused you to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's where we get them. I don't know if we get strong passion from things that are not pushed on us. The thing is, one one uh, thought about that, though, is that I realized my positivity, even from elementary and then on to high school, it affected people so much that I always wanted to be that for them. You know, like I've always been the person to lift everyone I know in my life up, uh-huh. you know, and I feel even if I didn't always feel positive, I was never going to let that negative energy come across someone and bring them down. I, I, I don't know if I've ever brought anyone down. I truly. I'm depressed right now because of her. She made me sad. She brought me down. I just want to point out. And it, it's almost. Yeah. That was a joke, hey, by the way. No. Okay. I got you. I got it. Yeah. I was just messing. I was just messing. I got it with the old joke. You did not depress me. That's a good point. It's feel, you have empathy for other situations, and you don't want to. I would never want to be that negative force. Yeah, because I, I hate negative people. I just can't stand being around them. Well, I hope you do terrible in your whole existence. I don't hate, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> right. Okay. Our yeah. our interview is over. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Well, you're never gonna forever. Get, for you're never gonna get the the, the contract with the agency. <laughs> you know, the goal, the big. I'm cutting it out. Because I hold on to the, the big result award thing. Because I'm just some <laughs> random person who had that ability. Which is kind of what it actually ends up being, right? Some guy, John, is the, or whatever. Isn't it funny, though? It's like, no, why are people negative, though? Like, how does that ever help anything? Well, I would say, as humans, uh, without some sort of negative, positive, doesn't look positive so there's that but also why do people jump to things like i don't know complaining or like a group complaining or like a it's a negative attack on others something like that it comes from i don't have it so that's the instead of saying i don't have it nobody ever says i'm lonely i feel fat uh i don't have this i don't feel it nobody ever says it. you don't hear they don't it's a, if they don't you take just, responsibility right no agency. Yeah, no agency is taken But there. the responsibility is the truth, so why don't they just deal with the truth? The, uh, the, they don't have the wherewithal. And you can try. If you saw a person who was that way, and you were right next to them, and you didn't feel that way, and you tried to transfer it, unless they were ready for it, you can't even transfer it to them. They'll find a way to be like, no, no, just things worked out this way, and ugh, life is just tough. They'll find a way to rationalize it such that it's out of their hands. And it's out of you being able to help them. In a way, it's kind of like a block. Like they're blocked from seeing something. Yeah. That's actually true. Isn't that strange? Yes, it is. It's so strange. It's a different kind of tragedy, like what you described earlier, for that person, unless they one day have some sort of understanding, awakening. Epiphany. It just stays there. You can, uh, sometimes I've given people relationship information and have (laughs) created some great... (laughs) trying to do a high five it almost worked. okay so i uh, have created some <laughs> great hanging right i was hanging for a sec uh partnerships between people but some people i've seen issues they may like they should have taken a risk or they should something and even if i tell them directly i could talk with them for 20 minutes it doesn't translate they find a way out of what i'm describing 
as though it's disconnected. And then two months later, I don't even like being right. I don't want to be right. I want you to do the thing. I don't want to, two months later, whatever I said right. was right, you know, but you can't. I've tried. Just, you can't directly, they have to be ready for it or looking for it. Like, see, you're looking for a place to now put your thoughts, express. There's some other model who maybe went to the same agencies or something and didn't have these feelings you're having. And she's right now somewhere maybe still not doing stuff she wants to do but doesn't know it. Yeah. She's just sitting there like, this doesn't feel right. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I'm really trying to feel my way. Right. What is one message you would want to... Actually, you kind of have described it, I guess, being people, being who they are. Do you have any siblings? Yes. I have an older brother, Drew. Three years older, and a younger sister, Katie, and she's five years younger. Huh. Do you get along? Do you guys... Have you... Who do you... How do I say this? Is there... Do you connect well? Is it like a... Like a, a deeper connection or more of a kind of a regular connection with either individual? Because you know, sometimes it's with nobody. It's... um. There's definitely real connection. Yeah. And real love. Mm-hmm. I think any of us would do anything for each other. That's good. Forever. And... um. The understanding, I think, is the only thing that maybe blocks the relationship a little bit. It's like we have such different perspectives of life at the moment. I mean, just our experience from our experiences. I've I've traveled so much that I feel, I think so, so differently about everything now, and, and naturally, and um, and I think. I think people grow much closer spending time with each other and um but overall we we do we do connect in our own deep kind of way just not they're not just, another you yeah they're we're just we're we're all so complex mm-hmm. yeah all three of us yeah that's fair have you ever thought about I had this thought do you ever have this thought of, like, if there was another me, people would see what I actually mean? Like, have you ever had that thought, like, if there was another of you, and then you two were talking to each other, you could show people what exactly, how you would get along with someone who matched your energy? Wow. Have you ever thought about I've that? I actually never really thought about me have, there being another me. Right. Like, that would be, wow. Right? Just throwing that out there. Like, holy cow. Yes. If you're a person who's more in the, I guess, unique end of the framework of humanity that we have, you don't have as many examples around you of people like you. So it's more often than not people around you are not like you. So then if you had somebody who was just like you, people could see like, oh, that's what two of that looks like. That's what, if they got along great and they understood each other completely. Wow. It's like a powerhouse. Yeah. Kind of a neat thought, right? Don't steal my thoughts. It's patented and trademarked. (laughs) You can't steal it. Gosh, I feel like there's so many people out there for right. everyone. And it's like, it's really just a matter of connecting with them. Right. Like, knowing each other. Right. Yeah. Who, do you have any, like, notable people that you're like, I like that person? Or you watch their stuff, or you listen to their stuff, or you read their stuff, and you're you like... You I, I do follow models because, I mean, it's just my vibe. 
And there are certain models who stick out to me um, amongst everyone else that I would be like, wow, like, I love her vibe. We would be great friends. Um, so I'm going to pull out one of those like psychology department things. What are three features of those specific people that you could identify, like personality traits? And if you get this, you get your master's thesis. <laughs> positive. They're positive. Okay. Disciplined. So they work hard. They're doing their stuff. Gosh, and they, they're deep and they have very, very similar interests and their personality so much like mine in ways. Oh. They have some self-awareness. They figured themselves out in some form. They yeah, and they, they do things that I love to do or that... They're just, they're a, such a nice reflection of how I feel in life. Huh. It's good to know these things because we see people who are like, oh, I like that part. Oh, that's the part in me I want to represent. Exactly. It's and it's like we're all just a reflection of each other. Yeah. It's like a linkage of sorts. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere variety, what's a question you have for me? Variety. What inspires you most? What inspires me most? Well, so there's there's multiple layers to this answer, but I will go with showcasing uh showcasing what the world is. Cuz sometimes I look around I'm like what is this? I don't really see it. I don't see the thing because let's let's say look at uh, some of our most advanced people like Elon Musk with Tesla or SpaceX. Our most advanced thing as humans is like, ah, we're going to go to Mars. Like, that's it. We're going to go there. Or our car gets us from point A to point B. Or um, we have fast cars. They get you from point A to point B. We don't really have much in the way that I would regard it, like depth layers. So after I see that, I'm like, well, working with what we have, I like to showcase whatever I see. Uh, whatever the, what has the most interest from our world, I like to look at it and like, why? Why is our, our energy going to that? And then uh, deconstructing it. A lot of the scientists I follow, they're kind of like deconstructionists. They break things down into elements. Like uh, I read Behave by Robert Sapolsky. So mm-hmm. he broke down what caused a decision from one second before, one minute before, one hour before, one day before, and so on. What leads to a brain making certain decisions um, which helps me understand through time. And just to add in this one I've mentioned before, I, I view time as like the block, you know, blockchain, like Bitcoin. Yes. So like I view time as like a blockchain of existence. Like everything happened. We can't undo any moment. It's all linked from the past moments. So for example, when people do vlogs and stuff, that was already happening. People live lives for thousands and thousands of years, right? We just didn't have any form of record of those times. Right. So the only difference now is we're seeing the linkage through time and people like that. They're like, I like to know what caused this. He went and met with this person. Then they did a deal and she did this. And We didn't have that thousand years ago. Nobody knows what their great, 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 great grandparents meeting was like. Yeah. We have no footage of that. Your future generational people might hear this podcast, frankly, or they might see your videos. They might, oh, she did this. She went there. But you can't see that of somebody in like... 20 uh 222 ad so we're in the blockchain of existence and i like uh, looking at it backwards 
and I look at life like a blockchain, like it's all linked, we can't alter that moment, but it's nice to see the path. So I guess looking at the path, I find that somewhat interesting. That's Just awesome. a short answer. Yeah, Sorry no. about that. Sorry about that it's one. It's awesome how you think, really. And we need people like you on this earth. She's offended. And she's objectified me. She's like, we need people like you over there in that box to speak like ESPN. Let people know. But just be in that <laughs> box, okay? Because I don't... I'm, Actually, maybe you should be like locked away. I should be locked away? Yeah, this is I what think my, you're dangerous. How dare you? I am dangerous, okay? That's what my second wife said. My fifth wife. My my 18th <laughs> companion, they said, you're dangerous. And I was like, girl. So it was pretty rough. But then I made an album from that. Kidding, I didn't make an album from that. <laughs> I have not. But I've made rap songs, a few of them, just for fun. Oh, dear. Good. Oh, dear. <laughs> I need to hear these. <laughs> I mean, they're on shout-outs to SoundCloud. Have you made any music of any form? No. 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 All right, it's time for I us to sing. I love music, though. All right, I'll sing first. When we go to the place. All right. That was me. Now your turn. I like to whistle, though. All right. Let's give it a go. Whoa. That came out really cool in the sound thing, number one. And number two, like the waves, actually. I can't whistle. So you, you get the free, free realm on that one. I can't whistle. It's a tough life, you know. Look, she's had an easy life. She can whistle. It's easy existence. Mine is tough. I have to go out into the world not whistling. People are like, hey, man, you going to whistle? No? Okay, sorry. Go into that line. <laughs> it's not fun. She doesn't understand. She'll never understand Pennsylvania people. you got people. real problems. Yeah. I've got real problems or you got real problems? You do. Yeah. Heavy. Can't really whistle. He- you got real problems. Yeah. Pennsylvania is not hard like that. What should we know about Pennsylvania? What do you like about it? What do you remember from Pennsylvania? I have no idea about Pennsylvania. What's one thing? I love that I I didn't even know when I was there, but I felt so naturally connected because I was around so much greenery and country surrounded the town I grew up in. Uh-huh. And it's a simple life is really, it's actually quite a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The only thing that's not beautiful about it is it can it doesn't let your mind expand the way it should, and that's essential for life. Right. It has the challenge factor that that harsh love factor in yeah. more competitive cities or where there's more activity. You have to meet the criteria. If it's a simpler life, it's nice. We like it. It doesn't have these offensive. From one book I read, Jeffrey West book scale, the bigger a city gets, the more you get of. Um, activity and stuff, hubbub, but the more you also get of crime and uh, harsh things. So it's that duality is the challenge of a bigger city, which you're describing here. You get that. You get more feeling. It's more like you're touching reality more, whereas in a slower city or a smaller one, you're not getting that. So it's calm. It's relaxed. It feels more like what nature was. It kind of feels like your own little world. Right. It's really interesting what that does to your mind. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not like a bad thing. It's just, it's just, mm, there has to be some sort of balance to it. Right. Also, if you log in Snapchat and you'll go to the Snap map, uh, some slower areas, they just don't post. Just saying. Uh, and then you go to other areas that are packed and there's posts. So imagine if I was in like some part of Iowa, I'd be looking at Snap map and be like, well, I wish I was in LA every time. So. Well, also, I think that. 
people from smaller towns have this perception of the city like oh like the city is where it's all happening and yes there's a lot of things going on here right but there but there's a lot still happening in small towns if you create it right and own it because you can still do a lot of things as much as someone in a way is doing in the city and be proud of it it's like just do things that's all Right? Just do things. Do things. Doesn't matter how small your city is. I think people, I think me and everyone else, all we can do is do as much as we can. Doesn't even matter if people know. Just just do things. Do what you can while you can. Yes. Right? Because tomorrow you have some spinal issue. Or somebody around you has a health problem and that affects your motivation. Or... Uh, you're Mark Zuckerberg and somebody else made face- Facebook and you're sitting there for the next 10 years. Whatever it is. So, you don't know what tomorrow is, ever. Have you had any sort of, like, complete switch up where you had to, like, I have to, well, you went to New York at 19. That's something right there. New York is, New York is, has more of a big city dynamic than LA. Did you know every time you double a city's size, People walk 10% faster. What? Isn't what? that crazy? Yeah. So the pace of communication, walking, and such. That's why in New York, you'll think of like honking cabs. And LA is becoming more like honking cabs because time's value increases to the point where it's like, you got to make this left turn perfectly because I need to go right now because this time is worth like $12. Wow. Kind of. I love that. People it's actually walk faster. Fact. Yeah. If you go to a smaller city, people walk way slower than they do in Los Angeles and New York. And they'd be the perception s- of time. Right. In the other area, I got to get this, I got to go. And you have to just to keep up with that. In the other place, you don't have to to keep up with that. So it would look out of place if I was in like Wyoming and just hilarious. walking fast. That's the thing. Like when you go back to your small town, you catch yourself being like, let's go to Wyoming. Let's oh do this, this YouTube prank video. People walking fast in Wyoming. Okay, one day we're gonna make a video. <laughs> we're gonna make a podcast or video in Wyoming. We're just going there, and we're just. I'm just gonna walk. You're gonna, we're both gonna walk fast, and people are gonna be <laughs> like, "This doesn't fit. This doesn't. I don't know what doesn't fit. Is it the fact that why is he a comedian? There's no comedian show around here. Why is she a model? There's no modeling agency around here. They'll be confused. <laughs> uh, or they'll just be like, people walking fast. Nobody walks fast around here. Like John walked half as fast as that a year ago. We still remember that. You know, what if that's the big memory? <laughs> In 2003, I remember Michael walked pretty quickly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Storyline I'm creating for Wyoming. I'm changing yes. their whole dynamic now. Wyoming, we're coming for you. Yeah, we're going to rebrand all of Wyoming. Okay, <laughs> we should be like a Gucci or some company. Like, we're rebranding your state. All right, you guys are now fast-paced, guys. We bring in 12 million people to here from uh, Shanghai, which has 24 million people. It's good to know the populations around the world. And then we're going to bring them here, have them just... But they'll probably leave at some shake point. Shake up the energy. Shake up the energy, okay? She did a shake. Okay, I'm doing a shake. Okay, we shake up the energy, bring it to Wyoming. It's the new state. It's the new state. Do you have a favorite state in the United States? My favorite state, And wow. it can't be California because I'm in it. Go ahead. <laughs> I say... Ooh, I love New York and I love Vermont. Oh, okay, VT and NY. And of course, I love Pennsylvania. Right, happens to like Pennsylvania as well. What do you like about Vermont? Were you I in like Vermont at some Church point? Church Street. Church Street? And it's absolutely beautiful there. Huh. And I like maple everything. Maple everything. Maple everything. I, I'm thinking that includes maple syrup. 
Yes. Yeah. And Ben and Jerry's. Oh, okay. Ice cream. Yes. Is there like a maple flavor of ice cream? They they really have maple everything there. They really? Ma- <laughs> maple donuts. Oh, really? Maple this, maple that, little hats of maple. Sounds like an overabundance of maple, maple in syrup. Vermont. Yes. Did and it's li- natural. Like, you go to breakfast and it's not like, it's not the normal stuff you put on your waffles at home. It's like pure and it's, you almost feel healthy eating maple syrup. That's true. There is something about it. It's almost like it's coming right from the trees. Same category <laughs> as a, agave. When you put it in your thing, you're like, well, I must be eating really just mm, organic. This is viscous. This is really viscous and I feel healthy. But if it was like, you know, oil in a car, it would look similar. But no, it wouldn't have. It would still have that kind of healthy feel because oil is very solid too. What wouldn't? Like a half maple, half like a corn syrup. Corn syrup gives you that feeling of like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it's right. unhealthy. I think it's a little. I think corn syrup could be addictive. Yeah, high fructose corn syrup for the win. I think not it, good for health. It, it affects your body differently. Yeah, it's not natural. Corn was corn. Making a high fructose corn is not natural. <laughs> we want to avoid the non-natural things, right? Let's try. Yeah, let's try. Like not being ourselves. Best effort. Yes. Throw me out. Uh, we'll go ahead and on this one, okay? We have to limit the podcast because as lively people, we have thoughts beyond limitations. But in this case, we're limiting it here. Maybe it'll branch off into the first video. Who knows? We'll have to look for We cross our fingers for this. What closing message would you like to leave to the listeners in this episode? A lot of pressure. Armin builds the pressure. I'd like to say I appreciate all of you. I love everyone I've met on all my travels. And I hope to meet again. And I'm excited to meet all the new people as well that are listening. That is wonderful. That has been episode number 160 of The Armin Show with Rebecca. Rebecca, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being awesome. And talk to you again soon. You stop it. And bye. We are out.